Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Jocker's Functional Nutrition Podcast, the show designed to give you science-based solutions to improve your health and life. I'm Dr. David Jockers, doctor of natural medicine and creator of drjockers.com, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm here to tell you that your body was created to heal itself, and on this show, we focus on strategies you can apply today to heal and function at your best. Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. If you're a coffee drinker, I have some important information you need to know. You see, coffee is the number one source of antioxidants people are consuming all around the world. It's rich in chlorogenic and caffeic acid, which stabilize blood sugar, support your gut health, and improve your brain. But there is a dark side to coffee. It often carries mold, dangerous mycotoxins, and is heavily sprayed with pesticides that lead to chronic disease. It's also acidic, causing stomach issues, and many have to stop drinking coffee as they get older because it irritates their stomach lining. And that is why I started drinking Life Boost Coffee. I wanted something that had all the health benefits with none of the mold and chemicals found in regular coffee. Plus, it's a shade-grown coffee, which is naturally a low-acid coffee that doesn't hurt my stomach. They have hundreds of testimonials of people who couldn't stomach traditional coffee, who can now enjoy coffee on a daily basis without any digestive discomfort. They also third-party test for 450-plus toxins, including mycotoxins, molds, heavy metals, pesticides, and even glyphosate, just to make sure it's the cleanest healthiest cup they can provide to their customers. I also really like these guys because they build schools for the farmer's children near the coffee farms where they harvest their coffee beans. And they are corporate sponsors of the Rainforest Trust to prevent deforestation and protect wildlife. They really care about the environment. And because you're listening to my podcast right now, you can get 50% off your first order by going to www.lifeboostdeal.com. That's L-I-F-E-B-O-O-S-T-D-E-A-L.com. They serve a variety of organic coffees as well as healthy, low-acid, flavored, and decaf options. This isn't just an ad. I'm a Life Boost customer as well. Life Boost Coffee is low-acid, shade-grown, clean, and free of toxins, and it tastes amazing. Just go to, again, www.lifeboostdeal.com to get 50% off now. This podcast is an audio recording of one of my most popular YouTube videos on the top longevity supplements for anti-aging. When it comes to anti-aging and just living a long life, there are some key principles that we have to follow. I go through that in this podcast. But on top of that, there are certain supplements that have a good amount of research to show that they can actually help your body get rid of senescent or older damaged cells. They can support mitochondrial function. They can help prevent against cognitive decline. They can help keep you strong, healthy, and vibrantly alive, even as you age. And so you guys are going to get a lot out of this podcast, some really, really powerful information. And if you haven't left us a review, please do that now. Just go to Apple iTunes, scroll to the bottom where it says reviews, leave us a five-star review. When you do that, that helps us reach more people and impact more lives with this message. Thank you so much for doing that. Thank you for being a part of our community. Let's go into the show. Well, today we're talking about the top longevity supplements to take for anti-aging. We all want to age 
really well. We want to be 70, 80, 90 years old and able to do all the things that we want to do, not be living in pain and really have all the mental faculties, right? The ability to think sharply and quickly and have a great memory up until the day we die, which you know ideally is in our 90s or up over 100. And there are certain cultures that tend to have a greater propensity for that, for being able to age successfully. And uh, you know, they have many centurions, right? People that are up over a hundred um, and they are functioning at a really high level. But in America, this is rare. Most people, as they started to get into their 60s, 70s, and 80s are suffering with chronic degenerative diseases. They're on many different medications. They're not functioning well. We have an epidemic of neurodegenerative conditions where people are losing their memories, their brain function. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a, just a slow insidious death. And so here are 10 signs that you may be aging poorly. If you're struggling with chronic fatigue and lethargy on a regular basis, if you have chronic joint pain, if you have brain fog and forgetfulness, right? You forget where your keys are all the time, or you forget where, you know, whatever your phone is on a regular basis is happening all the time. That is a classic sign. You can't remember people's names, right? That you may have just met. Um, if you're, if you have weight gain that you just is, is stubborn and, and you're exercising, you're trying to eat right. And the weight will not come off bone and muscle loss, postural changes, right? So you start getting a hump back and you have sarcopenia where you start losing muscle mass. Muscle mass is so critical. And most people as they're aging are not doing things to help prevent muscle loss, like resistance training. And it's so critical that we keep that muscle loss. If you're experiencing sarcopenia, you know, that is aging you when you're losing that muscle, that's really, really aging your body tremendously because muscle is actually a great uh, source for, get, for getting sugar out of the bloodstream, right? We, we all have glycogen stores, which is a, a storage form of sugar that we store in our muscles. And so as we lose muscle, we lose the ability to buffer higher levels of blood sugar. We lose insulin sensitivity and we end up dealing with higher levels of blood sugar and advanced glycation end products, which create uh, oxid oxidative stress that damages all of our cells. We lose a lot of mitochondria when we have muscle loss. So you want to do everything you can to prevent that. Um, veins, a lot of people will develop, you know, like just varicose veins, right? So really um, easy to see, very visible veins. Tinnitus and hearing loss, right? It's another big one. Skin and complexion changes, and then poor sleep quality. These are all possible signs that you may be aging poorly. And we think about health span and lifespan. We know that optimal longevity is that we're able to live a really long life. And perhaps right at the end of our life, we develop some sort of age-related disease. Okay. But you know, that might happen when we're 94, right? In our 90s. As opposed to today, the average American has a 79-year lifespan. The average American lives till they're 79 but only a 63-year health span. That means that the average American spends the last 16 years of their life suffering with chronic disease on multiple medications and not really thriving. And obviously, we want to do everything we can to avoid that. And so there are certain places around the world we call the blue zones where people tend to be 100 at rates 10 times greater than in the United States, right? So they have 10 times more centenarians, right, per, you know, certain amount of population than we have in the United States. And so you have, uh, for example, Sardinia in Italy. And in this area, 
what you know the authors. Uh, there's actually a book called The Blue Zone. And there's been a lot of studies on these different people all around the, the world. You have people in Greece, Okinawa, Japan, uh, Nicoya, Costa Rica, Loma Linda, California. And they, they found like certain insights from each of these places. And in Italy, in the Sardinians, they have wine, red wine, which is uh, they, it's, it's a dry farm, meaning that they don't do irrigation there. The roots of the trees, the grape trees, grow really, really deep. So they're going to have a lot of polyphenols, a lot more resveratrol, which we're going to talk more about in that wine. So they drink that and they have they, they laugh a lot. So they spend a lot of time in community making jokes. They laugh a lot. And that helps the Sardinian men enjoy the longest male lifespan out there. In Okinawa, Japan, they're really dedicated to family and friends. And the women, the Okinawan women, have the longest female lifespan. In Greece, in Acaria, Greece, they nap. They have occasional fasting where they'll do um, you know, multiple day fasts and they drink goat milk and that adds years to their life. Goat milk, we know has a lot of short chain fatty acids. The fasting obviously, um, is amazing for autophagy and breaking down old damaged mitochondria and old damaged, uh, cells that, uh, cellular debris that has built up in the system. And that's one of the best things we can do for aging. We'll talk more about that. And then in Nicoya, Costa Rica, they have water that's naturally rich in calcium and magnesium in the right balance that may help prevent heart disease and weak bones. So we don't want to just su supplement with calcium. I'll tell you that is probably the worst thing when it comes to supplements that we can be doing to uh, slow down aging is just taking a calcium supplement. We need magnesium. Magnesium is so critical. Vitamin D, that helps make calcium work. Mag magnesium, vitamin D, and vitamin K2. And we'll talk more about that but that's super critical. <clears throat> and that's also something we find in like things like goat milk. We find some vitamin D, we find uh, magnesium in there. We also find vitamin K2 in the fermented dairy as well. Um, Loma Linda, California, they have a stress reducing healthy diet. Um, and they also have a lot of culture, you know, faith with the Seventh-day Adventists. Uh, and so it's a lot of, a lot of that kind of positive mindset. And so the key blue zone principles for longevity, get a lot of daily movement. All these cultures move a lot. They have the right mindset. They know their purpose. They reduce, you know, they have stress reduction activities that are built into their lifestyle. They laugh a lot. They prioritize family. They have a healthy social life. The communities are tight knit, right? They're not big, but they're tight knit. Everybody knows everybody. They're there to support each other and help each other. They, have, they don't eat processed foods. They eat real nutrient-dense foods. They also practice time-restricted feeding. They don't eat from the moment they wake up to the moment they go to bed. You know, They restrict the amount that they're eating, and usually they're condensing the hours in which they are eating. And then they're prioritizing good sleep habits. They're not staying up super late. They're having good, high-quality sleep cycles. Those are the most important things from a lifestyle perspective that we can be doing to help with healthy aging. We know at the root of poor aging is inflammation. So the root of practically all known chronic health conditions, it affects our brain. We know pro-inflammatory cytokines cause autoimmune reactions in the brain, which can lead to depression, autism, poor memory, Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's, multiple sclerosis, uh, our cardiovascular system. You know, when there's inflammation in the heart, arterial and venous walls, it contributes to heart disease, stroke, uh, it, continue, it contributes to things like varicose veins, 
when our muscles are inflamed, right? It causes pain when our bones are inflamed. When we have bone loss, it's actually inflammation impacting the bones. Obviously, skin, skin inflammation, that's actually going to lead as we're aging to a lot of age spots, wrinkles, um, loss of elasticity of the skin. So it's going to affect every area, our kidneys, our GI tract, our liver, our lungs. So we really need to do everything we can to keep inflammation under control. And at the cellular level, we end up with a lot of zombie cells. We call this inflammaging. When our cells start to age and the organelles within them start to become dysfunctional, normally our body undergoes a process where of, of autophagy where we break down the damaged uh, cellular organelles, and we take the raw materials and re we replace them and we create new healthy cellular organelles. However, when we're not able to do this because we have high insulin, for example, high blood sugar, high insulin, and insulin resistance, now the cells don't get broken down effectively. They just continue to sit in their place and they are dysfunctional. They're not functioning the way that they should. We call them senescent cells or zombie cells. On top of that, there's two mechanisms. One is internal cleansing, right, or recycling. We call that autophagy, where we take the older cell, but we just replace the parts. So it's able to function like a new cell. The other element is apoptosis, where the cell is, is older, it's damaged, it's not functioning right, so it kills itself, right? It undergoes cell suicide, and that cellular location is, is taken up by a new young uh, stress resilient cell, right? And that's really what we want. When these cells stay in existence, we call them senescent or zombie cells. And there's a lot of different factors that are associated with this, but probably one, one of the most important is that they oftentimes, especially if they're immune cells, they'll sputter out inflammatory cytokines mm -hmm. and they also are, you know, our normal cells are, have mitochondrial dysfunction where they can't break down and, and use fat as an effective energy source. So they're obligate sugar or obligate glucose metabolizers, and that produces a lot more oxidative stress, which rusts the cells around them, the tissues around them. So it accelerates the aging process of all the cells around them. So we really want to do everything we can to reduce these zombie or senescent cells. So the top longevity supplements for anti-aging. Now, I don't recommend that you take all of these, although you can. I don't think you have to take all these, but you know, a good handful of these are going to be really, really helpful, right? And the more chronic degenerative conditions or signs of poor aging that you have, it may be important to take, you know, a larger amount of these. So coenzyme Q10, omega-3 fatty acids, NAD resveratrol, quercetin, vitamin D, vitamin K2, N-acetylcysteine, or anything that really helps support glutathione, NAC is precursor for that, magnesium, like I was talking about, zinc, selenium, vitamin C, green tea, or the polyphenol in there, EGCG, curcumin, sulfur, sulforaphane, and astragalus. All those are critical. You know, we could probably throw in a few other ones, like if you're B12 deficient, which a lot of people as they age are, B12 is super critical. Um, choline can be really important for healthy brain, phosphatidylcholine, which we can find in, in eating eggs, for example. Um, so those are a couple that I can think of folate perhaps, right? Maybe really important vitamin B6, so all of our B vitamins. So we can include more in this, but this is the main list that I have. So 
you know, I'm going to start with coenzyme Q10, especially as you're aging. If you're noticing fatigue, brain fog, I would highly recommend looking at CoQ10 as a supplement. And I recommend the activated form particularly, although uh, ubiquinone, which is the inactive form, right? That your body will activate that. But I've seen people get better results with higher dose ubiquinol. It boosts energy and stamina. We know coenzyme Q10 fuels the energy producing mitochondria that are found in every cell in your body. It reduces aches and pains. And we know that CoQ10 replenishes your natural stores of CoQ10 and can ease you know, aches and pains. It increases libido and fertility. It helps balance your mood. It improves cardiovascular function. It can actually rejuvenate an aging heart while balancing blood pressure, right? So super important there. And if somebody's on cholesterol-lowering medications, which I don't recommend, like statin drugs, which I've done you know, previous podcasts on that, I don't recommend that. But if you are, you really need CoQ10 because statin drugs, we know, deplete CoQ10 levels. CoQ10 enhances cognitive function, really good for brain, combats headaches, supports healthy vision and hearing, improves your oral health and promotes smooth and youthful skin. So at the end, I'll go over my preferred dosage of CoQ10, but just remember that's super important. EPA and DHA, which are the long chain fatty acids. We know DHA is most beneficial for eye health, brain development, and cognitive function. And EPA, DHA is the longest chain omega-3 fat. EPA is uh, a little bit smaller. It's a, I believe EPA is 22 carbons and DHA is a 24 carbon uh, omega-3 where they have a double bond at the third, uh, the third off the end uh, carbon chain, right? And so that's kind of how, why they're called omega-3s. They're essential fats, super critical for cell membrane function. We know EPA is most beneficial for mood support and triglycerides, bringing down your triglycerides. DHA, again, brain development, eye health, cognitive function. So child's brain development, ability to have sharp memory, good eye health, right? Preventing against macular degeneration. And then both EPA and DHA have been shown to be very helpful for cardiovascular health in general, joint health, reducing pain and reducing inflammation, osteoarthritis and inflammation in the joints. Both have been shown to be very beneficial in immune response, keeping inflammation under control, supporting your body's natural immune response against pathogens. So EPA and DHA, eating wild-caught fish, wild-caught sockeye salmon, for example, doing that, let's say, twice a week can be really helpful, and then also supplementing with EPA and DHA. NAD, we know NAD is a coenzyme found in all living cells that promotes health, prolongs the lifespan of the person and has been called the anti-aging molecule. It helps to attenuate the effects of chronic conditions and aging on the human body, especially the brain. It promotes healthy brain functioning, slows down cognitive decline. It decreases chronic fatigue and boosts energy levels. It regenerates the cells and boosts metabolism and slows aging and reduces body inflammation. So NAD is well known as a powerful form of, you know, powerful anti-aging compound. Again, super critical for all mitochondrial energy production. Vitamin D, right? We know that vitamin D is super important, right? We learned a lot about that through the pandemic. Okay. The people that, you know, if you had a, a vitamin D level of over 50 nanograms per milliliter, you were not going to be hospitalized, right? That was basically what the research said. And so there's so many people that are deficient in vitamin D. You want to do everything you can to get your levels up over 50. 
you know, somewhere ideally in the range of 50 to 100 nanograms per milliliter. There's some debate on exactly how high. You know, I'm a huge fan of about 70, 80 nanograms per milliliter. I think that's a really good sweet spot to be in. Roughly, you're going to want to take about 1,000 international units of vitamin D per 25 pounds of body weight if you're supplementing. Also try to get a lot of good sun exposure, okay? I, I If you're taking 1,000 I use per 25 pounds of body weight, even if you are getting a lot of sun exposure, you're not going to overdose. I wouldn't worry about, you know, you're not going to have symptoms. It's not a super high dose. You know, I'm 170 pounds. So, you know, for me, about 7,000 I use a day is like a really good dose. So what I do is I typically take 5,000 a day and then I get a lot of good sun exposure, right? So that's how I'm optimizing my vitamin D. And every time I test, I'm 70, 80, 90, somewhere in that range. I just wanted to take a moment and interrupt this podcast to tell you about one of my new favorite products. It's the Paleo Valley Turmeric Complex. If we're gonna thrive in life, we've gotta keep inflammation under control. We know that chronic inflammation is at the root of every degenerative condition. And turmeric is the most well-studied herb for supporting a healthy inflammation response in our body. It really supports good, healthy blood flow, joint health, brain function, our ability to have a healthy mood, memory, mindset. And so when we look at what's out there on the supplement market, when it comes to turmeric, most of the supplements are using one isolated compound called curcumin. And curcumin is really, really powerful. However, what most don't really fully understand is that turmeric, whole food-based turmeric has nearly 300 other beneficial components other than just curcumin. Now, the issue with turmeric is that it has notoriously low bioavailability on its own. So it's very hard for our body to absorb. It really needs fat, and also warming herbs really help support the absorption. You think about like a curry, for example, this famous Indian dish, they've got a lot of turmeric in there. That's why it's kind of orange colored, but it's usually in a coconut milk base and it has warming herbs like black pepper, ginger, different things like that in there, cloves. And so Paleo Valley, this is what they did with their turmeric complex. They put in coconut oil, they put in black pepper. The combination there has been shown to increase the absorption of all the different compounds in the turmeric by 2000%. So they've dramatically increased the absorption level there. And they added in organic ginger, rosemary, and cloves, which are warming herbs that really support digestion, help you fully pull out as much of the nutrient value out of the turmeric as possible. These herbs also are great for supporting healthy inflammation, the immune system. They're great for the brain. Uh, and they're also great for blood sugar stability. So they're all in the Paleo Valley turmeric complex. And guys, you can save 15% off this product by going to paleovalley.com forward slash drjockers and using the coupon code jockers at checkout. That will save you 15% off your order. If you want to thrive in life, you've got to keep inflammation under control. Paleo Valley Turmeric Complex is really the best supplement out there for helping support a good inflammation process and allowing you to live at your best. So try it out today. So benefits of vitamin D, great for immune modulation, really helps balance and tame the immune system, supports healthy inflammatory processes, improves your immune response to pathogens, supports healthy blood sugar. A lot of people don't know that, but actually optimizing your vitamin D is really good for insulin sensitivity. So your body will not have to produce as much insulin 
to get your blood sugar under control and also very good for brain health and cognition. Also gonna be really helpful for reducing pain. I've seen people, I remember I had a, a client many years ago um, who came in my clinic, chronic pain, right? And I put, they didn't wanna do chiropractic care. I put them on vitamin D, right? And they started taking that right away. And I was put, I think I put her on like 10 or 20,000 IUs. Um, and her vitamin D was so low. Like she brought in lab work and her vitamin D was, I don't know, it was like eight nanograms per milliliter. So I put her on a high dose. And I mean, literally within less than a week, she was like, I'm completely out of pain. She was in like chronic pain, like, like all day, every day, hard to sleep. And uh, within a week, it was like just this miraculous turnaround. She was like, oh my gosh. She's like, I feel amazing, right? Um, and honestly, I haven't, I haven't heard from her since. And that was probably 2011 or 2012, somewhere around there. Um, it was many years ago. And, uh, I just still remember that story. I remember her saying like, wow, that was amazing. I did great. I'm feeling, I'm feeling excellent. Um, and so vitamin D can be powerful for a lot of different things. Vitamin K2, I recommend taking vitamin D with K2. K2, a lot of people are deficient in because we don't have a healthy gut microbiome. We're not consuming things like pasture-raised eggs oftentimes, which are a source of vitamin K2, uh, grass-fed organ meats, right? Like liver, things like that, which will have vitamin K2 in them. So vitamin K2 can be really supportive. It's a great for calcium metabolism, works with vitamin D to get calcium out of the bloodstream and into the bones. See, calcium, extra calcium in the bloodstream is a problem because it will get into joints and cause joint degeneration. It will get into plaque in our, you know, or areas where there's damage in our endothelial lining of our blood vessels and start to create calcifications or, you know, plaque, right? Cardiovascular plaque that can lead to heart disease. It can, you know, extra calcium can cause kidney stones, right? By binding to oxalates and uh, creating stones that will damage the, 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 uh, the kidneys. And so we don't want extra calcium. Extra calcium also get into our skin, right? And actually cause us to lose the elasticity in our skin. So we'll age our skin as well. So K2 is one of the best things we can do to help metabolize this. We need magnesium, vitamin D, vitamin K2. Very few people actually need more calcium. Occasionally, but very few. Most people need a lot more vitamin D, more magnesium, more vitamin K2. And if we're doing that and then we're eating you know, a good real food-based diet, we should get plenty of calcium and then we'll metabolize the calcium effectively and get it into the bones where it belongs. So K2, super critical for that. It also helps improve the inflammatory process. And of course, we want to do everything we can to help support the inflammatory process as well. Zinc, most people are very deficient in zinc. And especially as they age, because most people as they're aging, they're not producing enough stomach acid and we need really good stomach acid to absorb the zinc in our diet. Zinc is critical because it reduces viral replication, supports a healthy immune response, so helps keep inflammation under control, promotes healthy gene and hormone expressions. We're talking about estrogen, progesterone, testosterone. If you're zinc deficient and you're a man, high likelihood you are going to experience testosterone, loss of testosterone or low, low testosterone. So very, very important there. Supports healthy skin. Zinc is one of the, you know, when, when somebody has acne, age spots, I typically start thinking they're not, they don't have enough zinc, right? I think they're, they're inflamed. They probably have issues with their gut. They're not producing enough stomach acid, but then they're also needing extra zinc and zinc can play a really key role. A lot of people, as they start taking zinc, 
they notice their skin just feels softer, better. Their immune system is better. So very, very powerful there. Quercetin. Quercetin actually works really good with zinc because quercetin is this polyphenol. We find it in apple skin, onion skin, and it actually works as a zinc ionophore, meaning it helps take zinc and bring it into the cells where, where it can be utilized. It's also a very powerful antioxidant, very good as antihistamine. A lot of people use it, especially around allergy time and see really good results using zinc. I like around 500 milligrams a day or once or twice a day of quercetin. I think that's a really good dose. With zinc, I usually am looking for somewhere between 10 to 20 milligrams uh, twice a day, right? Somewhere in that range, depending on how deficient the person is. So like in uh, one of our supplements, that we use for a lot of people, we'll have about 25 milligrams a day in that, right? And that's usually a good dose, right? That's typically a very good dosage. Sometimes people need more, especially if they are, they have like an acute viral uh, infection, right? And they're sneezing and coughing, like upper respiratory infection or something like that. You might need a little bit more zinc, right? We might bump it up 50, 75, maybe even 100 milligrams, right? And we always take it with meals, zinc. You should be taking with meals. You're going to absorb it a lot better because, again, you need that um, stomach acid to absorb it effectively. So that's that's key there. With vitamin K2, I'm usually looking for about 90 micrograms supplementally a day, right? That's usually a good dose. Um, NAC. NAC, N-acetylcysteine, improves glutathione levels. It's also a anti-mucolytic, meaning that like if you are experiencing upper respiratory type issues or you have like an excessive buildup of mucus, it can help thin that mucus and move it through your system. But also, you know, it's really known as just really great for helping support glutathione, protecting tissues and cells from oxidative stress. Oxidative stress, we have to think of like the rusting effect. That's really the aging impact within our cells. And so glutathione is key for keeping that under control. It also promotes anti-inflammatory gene expression. So we have certain genetic pathways that amplify inflammation, and then we can turn those off. And when we have good glutathione, we turn off the um, genetic inflammation amplifying uh, systems of the body. And it improves insulin sensitivity and blood sugar stability, NAC does. Selenium. Selenium is another one that a lot of people are deficient in. It's very important for glutathione production, very key for thyroid health. A lot of people with thyroid antibodies, TPO, uh, TG, thyroglobulin antibodies, um, maybe they've been diagnosed with Hashimoto's disease, maybe not. Maybe they've been diagnosed with a hypothyroidism, maybe not. But a lot of these people are deficient in selenium, really supports thyroid health improves inflammation and oxidative stress across the board. It's been associated with lower risks of breast cancer, uterine, ovarian, prostate, colon cancer, you name it. So selenium, super key. I usually like about 100 to 200 micrograms, micro, so not milligrams, micrograms of selenium supplementally daily. So you're going to get it from your diet if you're eating grass-fed, organic meats, pasture-raised eggs, wild-caught fish, which is a good source of selenium, uh, your seafood, very good source, Brazil nuts, right? They're a good source of selenium. But taking about 100 to 200 milligram, micrograms, I should say, of selenium, I like the form selenomethionine. That tends to work really well. Good research on that for helping reduce thyroid antibodies, reducing autoimmunity to the thyroid tissue. I love resveratrol. That may be one of my favorites when it comes to anti-aging. 
and, and really, really good for helping improve circulation and skin health, right? Take resveratrol, you'll notice your skin just feels softer. Um, it reduces aging spots. Great for supporting mitochondrial function, cellular energy production, helps balance your immune system. It also acts as an antihistamine, just like quercetin, uh, really good for circulation. So this is, you know, one of the main polyphenols that, for example, the Sardinian men were consuming in their red wine. Now, I don't recommend to try to get clinical dosage, uh, a clinical dosage of, of resveratrol drinking a whole bunch of red wine, because you'd have to drink quite a bit, like 40 cups to get, you know, any level of significant level of resveratrol and you get all that alcohol obviously would not be a good issue. So you can take supplemental resveratrol. I usually like to take, you know, roughly about 100 to 400 milligrams a day, somewhere in that range, depending on the individual. And you can kind of play around with the dosage until you notice the benefits and you should notice them skin softer, better energy, uh, better immune response, right? Things like that. If you have cold hands, right, cold hands and feet, resveratrol can help improve circulation, so you have less of that. Benefits of magnesium. Magnesium, I already talked about, another really good one, very important for calcium metabolism. It also helps activate vitamin D, right? So magnesium takes inactive, the inactive form of vitamin D, right, or the form that we're getting from the sun and turns it into our active form. So it takes the 25-hydroxy, vitamin D, which is what we typically test for on labs, and turns it into the activated form, which is the 125-hydroxy vitamin D. So without magnesium, you're not going to get the benefits of vitamin D. Also really important for calming the brain, um, helping reduce depression, anxiety, helping support really good neural tissue. If we're deficient in magnesium, our brain is going to age and degenerate a lot faster. And a lot of people are very deficient in magnesium. So this is another great one to be utilizing and supplementing with. It's going to help you relax, help you sleep better, help calm your muscles, help reduce muscle tension. So a lot of great benefits there. We also have vitamin C and vitamin A, right? Great antioxidant support. Vitamin C is also antiviral, supports the immune system, supports the adrenals. Very important for sleep, good energy throughout the day. It's also antihistamine. Uh, vitamin A is really key for, I mean, we think about vitamin A, we got to think about skin health. We have to think about eye health, right? Helping prevent against macular degeneration, cataracts, uh, really a lot of these things. Zinc is also very important for that. Quercetin, resveratrol, also very good for eyes. Omega-3s, like we talked about, really good for um, age-related macular degeneration and cataract development. So these are really good things to be using on a regular basis. Green tea, drinking green tea on a regular basis. We know that that's a power, there's powerful polyphenols in there. The most well-known is your EGCG or epigalactin catechins, right? Um, or these catechins, ep epigalactin catechins, right? That are really powerful, that help suppress oxidative stress. They help prevent brain degeneration. They help support liver health. They help, they're antimicrobial. Right? They help support your mood. In fact, there's a compound in green tea called L-theanine that calms, brings calm to your nervous system. So with green tea, we think about caffeine, but it's balanced with this compound L-theanine. So it really helps create kind of a balance of like energy, but not jitteriness, right? Not too much anxiety. So a lot of people do really well with green tea for you know a lot of those reasons. And so really good stuff there. Um, curcumin, which is the active ingredient we find in turmeric. One of the most powerful anti-inflammatories. This is my go-to when it 
comes to joint pain, for example, somebody that's dealing with pain in their body. Curcumin is one of the most well-studied herbs when it comes to reducing joint-related inflammation, but also very good for cardiovascular function, blood sugar stability, liver health, brain health, right? Helping prevent against brain degeneration. So very good. And all of these compounds, these herbs that I'm talking about, resveratrol, quercetin, curcumin, um, green tea, these all help to activate autophagy, which is where we break down old damaged cellular debris and we start to regenerate those, those you know, the, the, the cellular structures, right? So we get rid of these zombie cells and we start creating new, healthy, stress-resilient cells. We want as many of these stress-resilient cells as possible in order to really thrive. And so another compound is sulforaphane, which we find in broccoli sprouts, for example. This is really well known um, as something that helps our body with balancing hormones, right? Gets rid of bad estrogens in our system. But it's actually, you know, we get a lot of other benefits from it. And it is a compound. Sulforaphane is a compound within the isothiocyanate group of organosulfur compounds. It's found in the highest amounts in your cruciferous veggies like broccoli, kale, collard greens. And like I said, especially broccoli sprouts. When we take in these foods, it's in the inactive form of glucofanin. The myrosinase enzymes are released in the plant when it's damaged and they turn glucofarin into sulforaphane. So cruciferous veggies must be cut, chopped, or chewed to release myrosinase and activate sulforaphane. So just taking some broccoli sprouts and chewing it up helps activate it. I grow uh, different sprouts, radish sprouts, mustard green sprouts, broccoli sprouts, um, just right in my home and uh, very easy, simple to grow. And you get the sulforaphane, those isothiocyanates in there. They support your mitochondria, great protection against things like H. pylori and Epstein-Barr. They help activate your NRF2 system, which is your body's strongest defense against oxidative stress. So they help stop that cellular rusting. They shut down inflammatory markers like TNF-alpha and C-reactive protein. They slow the aging process. They boost liver detoxification. They activate glutathione and superoxide dismutase, which are your cellular, intracellular antioxidants. They prevent DNA damage. And they deactivate carcinogens and increase their exertion, their excretion, things like benzene and other toxins. So sulforaphane is an easy thing to get you know, on a regular basis. Astragalus is another really good one that you've probably seen out there before, especially when it comes to anti-aging. It's an adaptogenic herb used in Chinese medicine that is a herbaceous perennial plant in the pea family that grows small pea-like yellow flowers. It's commonly grown in China. Mongolia and Korea has some key compounds, polysaccharides, tertrapanoids, which are a, a compound that really gives a lot of adaptogens, their adaptogenic benefits, things like cordyceps and rhodiola and stuff like that. It's almost like these compounds really help to modulate our hormonal function, our uh, response to stress hormones, things like that. They help balance it and adapt it to the environment so we can really function and thrive. We can have the energy we need. We can be relaxed. You know, we're not, we're not, we don't have too much energy to where we're overwired, right? And anxious and burning ourselves out, but we're really calm and we're, we're um, at peace and we're relaxed, but we're also productive, right? So stragglers helps with that. It's also really good for immune system support. The polysaccharides actually help feed the white blood cells and strengthen white blood cells. 
improves energy, supports healthy stress response, and reduces oxidative stress and inflammation. So with all that said, that was a lot of things we talked about. My go-to, these are my three go-tos when it comes to healthy aging. We have the Immunocharge product. The Immunocharge is amazing because it has 10 compounds that are extremely well-researched for uh, health, supporting healthy aging and a healthy immune response. That is, it has zinc, quercetin, vitamin D, resveratrol, vitamin A. It has um, N-acetylcysteine, vitamin K2. It has magnesium in there, selenium, right? So it has all those compounds in there in the clinical dosages, right? In the dosages you want that are going to really give you an impact. So this is my number one supplement when it comes to healthy aging, healthy immune response, right? So you, you really want to take a look at the immunocharge, okay? We also have the super CoQ10, which has the most highly available form of, um, of CoQ10, the ubiquinol, right? In a, in a form that is unique for maximal absorption. And I typically recommend 400. It depends on the individual, right? For like, if you're, if you're pretty healthy, pretty good energy, you might just take one capsule of this a day right? Um, and I'll give you 200 milligrams. But if you are struggling with fatigue, with brain fog, right? Different issues like that. I'd probably do one capsule twice a day, go for 400 milligrams. And most people notice a big difference there. If not, try 600 milligrams, right? And that's usually about as high as you need to go, right? Because this is so highly bioavailable. Uh, it's going to get into your system. And I mean, within a week, you're going to flood your system with that CoQ10, turn on the mitochondrial, uh, energy production, and you're going to feel a big difference there. So with your brain, your energy, it's also great for cardiovascular, your heart health, uh, CoQ10 is huge for that. So consider that one. And then we also have the pro omega CRP, which is clinical dosages of EPA, DHA, those long chain omega threes. It also has optimized curcumin, which is, you know, the, the, the powerful polyphenol that's found in turmeric. It also has N-acetylcysteine in there and a reduced form of L-glutathione. So great for taming the immune system, really powerful anti-inflammatory. That's why it's called pro-omega CRP, right? Reducing C-reactive protein, helping rebuild cell membranes, helping improve hormonal sensitivity, insulin sensitivity, right? Sensitivity to all of our sex hormones, thyroid hormone. So this is a really powerful supplement. Guys, if you're watching on YouTube, I'll have these in the show notes and the podcast. You just go to the show notes on drjockers.com and also use the coupon code JOCKERS10 if you want to get anything on our store, the Pro Omega CRP, the Immunocharge, and the Super CoQ10. Just use JOCKERS10. That will save you 10% at checkout. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this training. Thanks so much for your time. Guys, we'll see you on a future online training, and we'll see you soon. Be blessed. Well, that's all for this show. And I want to thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. And if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on or you want to dive into deeper, then drjockers.com is the best place to go. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider taking just a quick moment and giving us a great review. Your reviews help us influence more people and transform more lives. And if you took something valuable away from this episode, then please share it with someone in your life you know it can help. We'll see you soon on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody.